Blog Talk Radio. On the wind, ancient voices and spirits sail. Every mark on this earth tells a tale. Every day that goes by without ever asking why you believe in your dreams. Oh, right. I believe in magic as I hold your hand. Close your eyes. Believe in magic. Close your eyes. Believe in magic. Welcome to all you beautiful earth angels, wherever and whenever you might be listening to this show across the entire globe. Today is Monday, March 1st, 2021, and I'm your host, Shishi O'Donnell, coming to you live from Los Angeles, California. I am a life, love, and relationship coach, divine lifestyle consultant, and certified angel therapy practitioner, and you're now listening to International Angels Network. We are a show that explores angels, healing, metaphysics, and other empowering topics, and we're a live call-in show, so give us a ring at 516-453-9162. That is 516-453-9162. You may also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You'll see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk website while we're live on the air. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or your Skype keypad if you want to speak with me for a free mini reading, and then you'll be in the queue. So, um, welcome back, everyone. I did miss last month because of having low energy, and um, I am back. I still have low energy, but I'm just showing up. (laughs) Anyway, Okay, so this weekend, which was like Saturday morning at 3.17 a.m., we had a full moon that was very intense and powerful. That's what they call the snow moon, and it was given that name just because typically February is a cold and harsh uh, month, and our ancestors called it snow moon because that's when the most snowfall usually was. Um, So I did feel very intense this weekend. I feel... You know, I'm 52 years old. I've, I've been in menopause for two years, but I felt like I was getting my period. My womb is like cramping. I'm like, I don't even have this anymore. What's going on? It was like, it just felt like a really intense full moon for me. So the snow moon was, um, this, this particular moon is about survival. So regarding our ancestors, you know, the wrong move of not being prepared could have left them without warmth and nourishment for the whole winter so they had to get pragmatic and get with the program and have a plan for their for them to survive um and it's funny because i i feel like i've been a lot in survival mode not thriving mode as a lot of my clients have been we've kind of shut down a little bit although i have to say a few clients and people i know have been really killing it and crushing it and doing great but uh, many of us have been going through a lot of energetic ups and downs because of um, ascension energy and light codes hitting 
hitting us and we're learning how to release more in our physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional bodies to make room for this beautiful high vibration light. And if you have been very dense and not clearing things out of your body or energy field, you probably are going through a struggle. Um, And if you are going through a struggle, just because other people are doing super great and no problem, um, you know, it's kind of funny because I understood from one of uh, the people that I follow, her name is a girl in the universe.com. And she talks a lot about, she follows solar storms. And the Schumann Resonance, Resonance, she's actually teaching an online Schumann Resonance class on March 6th. But you can sign up for that at girlintheuniverse.com. But she's been posting about how intense these solar storms have been and how they affect everyone differently. But often you can feel nauseous, dizzy, high fatigue, um, you know, a lot of stuff. So... (laughs) I have been feeling all that, you know, so I never know, am I just dying of some something that's <laughs> taking forever? Am I go, experiencing ascension symptoms? Is it full moon energy? Um, but her, her post was, today was, welcome to March. Are you feeling your stomach rolling and gurgling, head pressure, eyes itchy, random strange pains? That's from the building uh, density wrapping around our atmosphere, the Schumann resonance may have stopped showing its stripes, but the energies continue. The solar storms overnight, along with the density, have pushed high vibrational energy in past our satellite lines and straight into us. So if you're wondering why you're still feeling things, it's because the energies are still strong. Um, this too shall pass. It says the ascension energies are like a roller coaster. One minute you're at the bottom and the next you're riding high. Just another Monday in the le- life of an amazing light worker. And I had to laugh because it's like <laughs> I'm telling people, and you can see it, you know, often the Schumann resonance, sometimes it blacks out. And one of those times was the 27th of February. It showed uh, a day of total blackness. And then I saw, oh, we've skipped timelines, which we have switched timelines. And I was like, I'm really worried because I think I got on the wrong timeline. I feel terrible. <laughs> I was like going through so many emotions, a lot of sadness. And what I have since come to understand is because there's so much light waves coming to the earth, all that trauma in our bodies is coming up to be seen. The greater the light, the more of the darkness is being exposed, the more people are having trauma triggers and the need to see all the trauma and let it go. So, you, you know, you may be experiencing the collective trauma, but basically we have to, as a human race, because we are all going to 5D, which is unity consciousness, whether it's personally and your own stuff, every time you had a, a upsetting incident as a child or in your entire life, what happens is your body, ideally, the way is to process it at that moment, but to protect you or your psyche, you have stored all these things in your body. And then you're on high alert for the rest of your life. Something like that could happen. Must protect, protect yourself. <laughs> and then we have all these you know, trauma triggers, which is, you know, you can see it all the time when someone, you know, reacts in a way that's blaming or humiliating someone or yelling or screaming or victimhood and all that is getting amplified sadly right now. I mean, not sadly, it's kind of not that fun, but it must happen because it can't stay in our bodies and it can't stay in the collective body of humanity for us to ascend and be in this new earth vibration of cooperation and love, we have to get rid of all those traumas. So 
I've been releasing many, many traumas. So a lot of those are related to a lot of my weight problem. And we'll talk a little more about that. I promised I would keep you guys up to date on my decisions regarding weight loss surgery and all that. But we're going to talk a little more about this full moon, how it's still affecting us. It was just two days ago. And a couple other areas. And then we'll talk about my exciting weight. <laughs> weight loss journey. My weight loss opportunity. Okay. Um, so we got the snow moon. It happens to be in Virgo. So it's about, it's basically the organized, meticulous, task-oriented side of ourselves where you pick a down-to-earth course of action, tap into your ability to plan ahead, cross items off your to-do list, take stock of where you're at. And it also is concerned, this, this Virgo is concerned with your physical and mental well-being and it's also connected to your body, your self-care regimens, and your productivity. So it's interesting that the self-care and paying attention to the body, and that's what I've really been in deeply in the conversation with since January, is the, is the focus of this, and also survival. It's like if I want to survive, it says um, – Themes of survival might come up for you this full moon. What are some incredibly difficult things you've overcome in life? In what ways have you proven your resilience? You may still be struggling to survive in a myriad of ways at the moment, both emotionally and otherwise. That's how I feel. I'm like not thriving. I'm in this survival mode. I'm showing up for life, but I am paying much more attention to my self-care and health. And, and I am painfully aware that there's nothing more important than my own health. I can't continue to show up and be of service at the same level I was for the same amount of people without, I can't skip over this very crucial part of facing my own imbalances in my health and um, taking these steps, which is perfect for this, which is having a daily transformational activity checklist, writing things that help me each day and actually doing them. (laughs) So um, I told you in January that I was um, very, very focused on trying to make a decision because I didn't feel like it could carry on with the same situation with struggling with my weight. Um, Just a little bit, I forgot I was going to tell you a little more about the moon. So the spiritual meaning of this full moon, in addition to survival, is um, making or dealing with difficult changes. Another thing that's very perfect, because that's what I feel I'm going through right now. And that is what the new earth is. We're in the middle of a major difficult change. And we are all, as humanity, needing to make that change. It says, when the moon is opposite the sun, it will bring into focus all issues regarding home, family life, and intimate relations. Opposing forces such as your family, life, and career will clash. If the conflict spirals out of control, the tension and chaos are bound to drain your energies. And that's the thing. I personally have felt so drained. I mean, I, in, in 2019, I hosted 58 live events. 2020, a lot less. <laughs> it was only the first three months. In fact, the last live event in, I did was March 14th, 2020. And um, I was still trying to do game nights, like a third, every Thursday game night, you know, and that takes a lot of energy to host. I started backing off on that every other Thursday. 
same thing with Angel Circles and the radio show I was doing every Monday. I dialed it back from every Monday to the first Monday of the month. And with my Angel Circles, I changed it to the first Tuesday of the month instead of every week. When the pandemic hit, like the first six months, I did free Angel Circles for six months every every Tuesday. <laughs> And I found I was having no energy to show up for, for this. It was like I have to use my resources for – I can't gloss over the fact that I need a lot of attention and a lot of personal healing. I'm still able to help passage people in my, in my moments of having energy to show up, but I can't do what I used to do. And um, some of it is also quarantine fatigue, and you've heard Zoom fatigue and pandemic fatigue. It's been a freaking long time. <laughs> of this year not being able to swim and go to the gym that was my main exercise and all that stuff so um it says let's see if the conflict spirals out of control the tension and chaos are bound to drain your energies the lunar qualities of emotions and instincts reach their peak at the full moon so use your increased emotional strength and intuition to overcome any relationship challenges Subconscious, thank God, I'm in, I'm in a really nice hiatus with my boyfriend. He's showing up beautifully for me. He's so lovely. We haven't had any issues for a while, so this isn't the case with me. But um, that can happen. Um, relationship challenges when people's triggers are coming to the forefront. If you have two people who are being whose traumas are in your face at the same moment and you're both being triggered and two wounded inner children interacting with each other, that is no fun. So it's wonderful if when you can hold space when somebody else's trauma comes up where you just allow them to express and release without taking it personally. Even if they're saying horrible things, you don't have to internalize it and take it and just be like, ah, expressing trauma. And you hold space of unconditional love no matter what's there as well as for yourself when you have, I mean, I was, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know, is it my hormones? You know, am I just going through some new menopause things I never have part of it, which is just, hormonal imbalance, you know, I feel very irritable, then I feel dizzy, is that my blood pressure, I got on blood pressure medication, I felt more dizzy, I don't know if that, but it was, I was dizzy before that, I mean, I really don't know, and then we have dissension, so what the bottom line is, whatever is affecting me, and all of us, you know, whatever we're going through, nothing takes the place of stopping, breathing, putting your hand on your heart, reorienting to your heart, and choosing to partake in self-love activities and um, choosing to show up for yourself in each moment because we only have the eternal moment of now. And, you know, sometimes you are asked to be of service to others and show up. And sometimes you're asked to be with yourself and go through the hard work of excavating your authentic self and, you know, letting go of these traumas. So it says, um, Regarding relationship challenges, subconscious awareness allows for an impartial and balanced look at your personal relationships. You will clearly see any relationship dynamics or negative feelings causing disharmony. And so it's a good time to bring awareness to what is not working in relationships and um, bring presence, understanding, and holding space for unconditional love and the release of this trauma. We have to help each other. We're all human doing the best we can. So um, I am very heavy, and this quote that when I started looking into weight loss surgery that really got me freaked out the most was a statistic, and I have heard this many times, 
It says 95 to 98% of people on traditional diets have failure rates of sustained weight loss in obese population at five years. So that means basically only 5 to 2% of people sustain weight loss if you're obese on traditional diets. Then it says, <laughs> this is what killed me, there is a 100% failure of sustained weight loss from traditional diets for the morbidly obese population. That's me. I'm in that population. And that would explain why being on so many diets for the past 35 years or so, I would have not only not been able to keep it off, but gain all of that back and more every time. So there's something pretty crazy going on with people who once you reach a certain threshold of the morbidly obese, that, it's, that it feels impossible to lose weight and keep it off in a natural way. Hence, me looking at all these different potential three different types of weight loss surgeries. And then it says the long-term studies show that the majority of weight loss surgery patients keep off 50 to 60% of their excess weight. So that's what's got me thinking, okay, I know it's not going to be fun to have 70% of your stomach cut off, but if that means losing this weight and keeping it off, at least keeping off 50% of my excess weight, that's a major difference for my life. Um, that would be worth it, even though it, there, it, it's not some people are like, oh, that's the easy way out. Why can't you just do it the right way? So I'm try, I was trying to find, and I put on my Facebook, I sent to my best friends, um, you know, I called it like my weight loss or um, health success team, asking who knows anyone who's, you know, lost over 100 pounds and kept it off over, you know, two to five years and without surgery. And it was really sad. There was like hardly anything. But the few people who did, I followed up with them and had conversations. So the first one was a guy who has kept off 150 extra pounds for 10 years. And he was one of my Facebook friends, and I saw him doing all these exercise groups and stuff. So I was like, he's like, oh, yeah, let's have a conversation about it. So I called him, and um, it was that <sighs> – I felt I was left feeling, I don't think he meant to do this, but I felt very emotionally manipulated because he was having me share my frustration, which the level of frustration I have is so high. And I got, you know, I was crying. I was kind of like bearing my soul and just saying how I've been trying so hard. And then he's like, I know, and uh, I totally am here for you. I want to help you. And we like both had tears in our eyes. This is like after an hour conversation of really going deep. And then at the end, he's like, I can help you, but I'm going to require a serious, you know, six month to a year commitment. And, you know, it would be $8,000 up front. <laughs> I'm just like, thank you. And I just felt my hopes crush, be crushed. And then I said, well, I don't have that money to invest right. And he's like, well, if it was an important thing, like get resourceful, da, 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 da. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm a coach and I don't want to ever, I thought to myself, let me never leave somebody else feeling this way. I was, I was so energetically drained at the end of that conversation. And I was, I still have mixed feelings about it because I think he's a good person, but I do not want to ever leave anyone else feeling that way. The second person I talked to um, is a friend, I think I brought her up, that girl who was a gold medal um, Swim, swimmer winning, excuse me, she, her name is BJ Bedford, and she won a gold medal for swimming in 2001 Olympics. 
And I put on my Facebook, does anyone know anyone who's lost one? And she, so she recommended her friend. She said, oh, you've got to call my friend. She did. So I called her friend, Kim Doniger. She, she's a, a high school teacher. And she had lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for several years. And she shared her story. And this is what happens to me frequently. I'll connect with people, and they're so excited about <clears throat> their particular program. And I'm such a people pleaser, I want to say, show, like, I appreciate you trying to help me, and I appreciate you trying to help me so much, I want to believe that what you're saying is true, and therefore I'm going to get on board with whatever your thing is. You know, so I had to really, you know, stop myself. She's like, it's called the Conscious Cleanse, and it's these two girls in Boulder, and da 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 And when I first did, I was throwing up in the shower because our bodies are so toxic and they're so poisoned. And then after two weeks, you break all your addiction to sugar. But I stopped myself because I felt I'm still in so much of the trauma of trying so many diets and having failed that I can't make any commitments to, and certainly not in my old people-pleasing way, of trying to say, I'll do it, I'll try it. You know, Purium, Herbalife, every flipping thing off the shelves, Arbon, any of those diets, Weight Watchers, of course, and any of these Metafast and frozen meals and uh, keto and everything down the list. Tried them all, failed them all. And... I wanted to believe it's possible, and I'm trying to get to a place of neutrality, but I'm still in this place of trauma around diets and losing weight. So it's been, it has been tricky. It's not like I'm not doing it. So the stage I'm at is leaning toward gastric sleeve, which is I thought at first I wanted to get the lap band, and I joined all these groups on Facebook hearing people's testimonials. I was so freaked out by how many people had um, problems really bad problems, um, including the fact that it's silicone and it's a foreign body in your body and it can leach into your bones and cause autoimmune problems to just throwing up every day, <clears throat> all kinds of crazy things. So I decided against the lap band. And then the sleeve seems to have the most positive long-term effects. But the truth, the real truth is I do not want to do any of those things. I wish so much I could find something that I could do that would work and I can gradually do it and keep it off. And um, I have not found it. And it's like, I am still open to hearing about it. I do want to give in a way, or there's, oh, this is a cool thing. So there's one lady in one of the groups on the lap band who had a failed lap band situation. And she wrote, I got the lap band and she is, um, she was 300 pounds, but, and she was still a flight attendant. She's very tall and she lives in Texas. And she wrote, I got the lap band and didn't lose any weight on it. And none of the nurses could understand or believed me. They thought they didn't understand why I didn't. And she said, and then I met, then I went to an endocrinologist and they, he gave me this shot. And um, in the first year I lost, like she very quickly lost 30 pounds from this um, thing. I'm trying to find the name of the drug. It starts with an O. Yeah, here it is. It's Ozempic. So she said she got the shot, and it was uh, in two years she lost 80 pounds without changing her diet or exercising at all. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with the lap band. That was the first that I heard of something that sounded amazing to me uh, um, That because I feel so strongly that I do not eat that much, and I'm so mad I'm this heavy. So the idea of just making my stomach smaller and feeling like I have to throw up all the time or – one girl described the weight loss surgery as kind of like a controlled bulimia and that all the enamel on her teeth are gone because anytime, like, it's common that after you've had the surgery that you throw up, you're nauseous and you throw up 
you know, if you go slightly over, it's a very, your stomach's very, very small. So there's really downsides to it too. Anyways, I um, called my doctor to try and get a referral for an endocrinologist and I followed up a week later and they still hadn't done it. So I still have to follow up with that. But I have all these doctor appointments, which I hate doctors in Western medicine so much, acting as if I'm having a surgery and getting all these tests done to find out what my baseline is, like blood tests, cardiologist, getting an echocardiogram next week, have to meet with a dietitian over Zoom, psychological evaluation. There are like 10 different tests that you have to do to prove that you're healthy enough to even have the surgery, which I'm just doing these tests. Great. I need to know this, whether I have the surgery or not. So I'm acting as if, but I'm praying that this hormone solution really is the thing that's going to work for me. I would be so ecstatic if it, if I got that shot and it turned out to work. I'm not, it's, it actually is a shot. She said that's for um, diabetes, but I'm not diabetes. I just, I am. 100 with my sugar which is kind of like the line but um she said she hers was around the same and they approved her for this drug and it has shown uh helping people with obesity to maintain a more normal weight anyway so she ended up losing 80 pounds and she's still doing her thing as a flight attendant so now I think she said she weighs 220, um, and she's very happy at that weight, and I would be ecstatic if I weighed 220. <laughs> so anyway, stay tuned for the, the story. Who knows? By next month, I may have already done the weight loss surgery, or I may be losing weight with the shot, or I may be trying another thing. To, you know, we'll see. So I'm still gaining, I'm still basically doing research, interviewing everyone. If anyone who's listening knows someone who lost weight other than surgery and kept it off over two years, if it was over 100, 150 pounds, I would welcome some feedback on that. Feel free to let me know. So we're all about the trauma. A lot of the weight, uh, I do believe, is trauma that I kept in my body. I'm doing a lot more crying. I'm looking at the things where I'm triggered. I'm trying to release it out of my body. A lot of people say weight is emotional. A lot of people say it's because I'm an empath. So, and how does it make sense to have surgery to stop something like weight because you're an empath or you're overly emotional? <laughs> so that's another thing I'm looking at and trying to figure out. So I do have something on the first Tuesday of the month called Angel Circle, which is kind of like a divine guidance um, light worker support group. It's from six, excuse me, it's from six to eight p.m. Pacific time, and I do it on Zoom, and it's only eleven dollars eleven cents, eleven eleven. And basically, we come together, a very lovely group, and everyone. We start with a guided meditation, and I help people learn how to increase their intuition, and then we do readings for each other in the group setting, which is very very validating. People get so much out of it. And, you know, there, a lot of people on it are really didn't know anyone. A lot of them came from Meetup and became best friends afterwards. So if you've been feeling isolated, you'd like a little connection, you'd like to um, try the angel circle thing, you are welcome to join us. Send me a PayPal for 1111 at paypal.me forward slash angel shishi, S-H-E-S-H-E. That's paypal.me forward slash angel shishi. Listen to International Angels Network, where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live. 
If you're not able to join us live on the air, you can catch the podcasts uh, that are archived on Apple Music, Pinterest, Potable, Player FM, CastBox, Podtail, Podchaser, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. And we're also on uh, YouTube Live, of course. So go to YouTube, search International Angels Network, and make sure to subscribe and click the bell icon to get notifications for when our show is on. For every 100th subscriber, you will be entered into a drawing for free gifts. Give us a ring at 516-453-9162. Now is the time for calls. Make sure you press 1 on your phone or Skype keypad, and then we can do a mini reading for you if you're one of the earlier ones. I'd love to thank everyone for tuning in. I'm Shishi O'Donnell. I love empowering people through my one-on-one divine life coaching. If you're going through a transition in life, whether it's with work or relationships or any other area, please contact me for a complimentary 30-minute coaching discovery call where I can offer solutions and support to help you to live a life that you love that's in alignment with your soul. Feel free to text me to set that up at 323-251-19. That's 323-251-1955. I also love to help people connect with their angels and guides and get peace of mind through my angel readings. For info on my readings and coaching packages, please visit my website, which is liveadivinelife.com. That's liveadivinelife.com. You can follow or friend me on social media. I'm Shishi O'Donnell. That's S-H-E hyphen S-H-E O'Donnell or Angel Shishi on Instagram. (laughs) And if you appreciate my work here and you would like to support through a love donation, you can do so at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Shishi. So now we are going to take some readings and let's see who is here. First, so Lisa from New York. Are you there, Lisa? Oh, hi. I'm from Arizona. Thank you. Oh, you're from Arizona. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I want to go. So, to how York. can I help you, Lisa? <laughs> you want to? It's so funny. Yeah. We. Uh, sorry. I'm. Not, that's what it says on the list. But that's great. Arizona. Love Arizona. <laughs> what part of Arizona yeah. are you from? Um. Uh. The. <laughs> Tucson. Tucson. Cool. So do you have a question or an area that you'd like to explore tonight? A question, actually, please. Okay. Yes. Um, Connected with someone uh, last night. We um, had an intimate evening together, and prior to that, we were uh, friends for a while. And hmm. I haven't heard from him today, and I was just wondering what's going on. <sighs> All right. Well, the two cards I got are healing energy and self-acceptance. So he's clearly probably in your soul group if you were friends for a while. And if he is triggering any type of insecurity by not responding today after you had this nice, intimate, lovely night, there is a chance for growth and healing. So when you do, do you, are you, were you wanting it to be like a long-term thing? What, what is the break? Like, did you, 
were you thinking it was going a certain way? And now the fact that he hasn't called made you, makes you think it's not happening or how are you feeling? Do you feel you know, I really sad? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know. You just feel it. puzzled by, you feel puzzled by the fact that it was so close last night and he's kind of not talked to you today. Is that it? Well, um, I think I measure people by things that I would do, and that's not something I would yeah. do. I would reach out. But, see, he doesn't right. – he, he's one of the weird ones. He doesn't have a cell phone. And he oh, has a cell okay. phone. But, um, so, I, I mean, you must be normally, very normally person. <laughs> yeah, you could be texting someone and, you know, say, mm-hmm. hey, what's up, you know, that kind of thing. So there's it's kind of like out of reach kind of thing. Hmm. And – I mean, he left his jacket here. I could call and say, hey, you know, you've got your jacket here. You want me to mail it to you or you want to come by? <laughs> you should not <laughs> offer to mail it to him. Are you crazy? No. If he wants that, he has to come back. So, But I wouldn't go there to the point that it's something wrong here yet, you know, because, yes, it is true. I love that you have that awareness that you judge people based on what you would do. Everyone's not like you. And everyone has different personality types, and he obviously has a very unique uh, personality type if he does not have a cell phone. That's a very rare person, so he really values his privacy. He does. He thinks very differently. What? He doesn't use it. He doesn't use it. Oh, he doesn't use it. It's for an emergency. (laughs) Even more rare. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well. Well, from these three cards, healing energy, I think the in-person experience you had with him was very healing for you. If you were to take it at that, was it a beautiful healing evening? I enjoyed, well, yeah, I enjoyed the evening. I'm not, um, I think the intimacy, I don't know, you know, I'm like, you were saying, you know, what was the expectation, you know, long-term. I had no expectation. I do not have any expectation, but I don't know. You know, I'm just kind of a touchy-feely kind of gal. Not too much. I don't want smothering, you know, but, you know, just kind of like, hey, hi, how are you? But, yeah, he didn't communicate the way you would have liked. So judging these three cards, it says healing energy, self-acceptance, and quieting the mind. So okay. what, what this is really, it's hard for us, especially as women, to do this. But accepting it at, um, but basically for what it was, which is a moment in time, a connection that was lovely, standalone, beautiful experience, and not attached to a response or having it mean something other than what it was, which was a moment in time connection. And, yeah, if you want to say you left your jacket here, um do you want to come and pick it up? That makes total sense to me. Or even just, yeah, I guess you're, you're wondering if you should even call and is that weird for you to call or you're, I, I, know, I get what's going on. Your inner child is just kind of hurt that he didn't follow up with you the next day and say, how are I you? I think the ego. Yeah, yeah, the ego. Definitely. Ego. Right. Yeah. And, that, and that's the mind. And that's where you, that is where he is doing a huge service. Because he's highlighting a part of you that's needing something that that if you were filling up your own cup with good feelings and self acceptance and love, and not needing anything outside yourself, you would be able to be with whatever is happening, and let people be who they are and how they are and have it not mean something. Now that's yeah. being almost an alien because almost every woman in your situation, Lisa, would feel the same. <laughs> I would. 
definitely if you have a sweet time and want to say, oh, it was great to see you. Thanks for hanging out. Or what? thanks for, it was wonderful to be together. How are you today? Cool, cool. You know, you'd want to hear exactly. something. Exactly. Exactly. Every normal person would. I'm not trying to make it seem like you shouldn't. And at the same time, we are needing to um, evolve beyond the needing and wanting and just allowing. Yeah. So if he's this bad of a communicator, he would be a nightmare for a boyfriend, so we don't even want to go there. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a definite no, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but, but this is a little hint for you to absolutely radic- radical self-love, self-acceptance, and not having it mean something about you that he didn't call you today. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And you do know that it doesn't mean anything about you that he didn't call you today. It has to do only with him. He could have a yeah. fear of commitment, a phobe type thing where he's scared that you're going to interpret anything he says as meaning he wants something that he doesn't want. Like, guys are so funny like that. And he's yeah. obviously a very bad communicator if he doesn't use his cell phone. So definitely don't take it personally and just appreciate it for what it was, a nice connection in a moment in time, a heart-to-heart connection. And it may go, it may be a deeper level at some point, but for right now you don't have to feel that it should be, quote-unquote, anything other than what it is. And definitely right. don't take it personally. Now, but if you are wanting a true relationship, then this is a bit of practice, Right. And I just pulled the card, endless possibilities. <laughs> endless possibilities. It's not just this guy in the world and you, and he's kind of not giving you the communication you want. But I do feel there's something in you that wants a relationship, and and you should know there are many to choose from, right? Let spirit do spirit's magic to find yeah. another more appropriate, better communicator man for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't looking at this as any kind of um, commitment or anything. It's just yeah. even a girlfriend, you know, you, your, your girlfriend you, you kind of touch base with, you know, say, yeah, 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 you yeah. know. Well, my, my message from the angels is don't take it personally and just pour lots of love in on your own inner child and be open to the endless possibilities for a good um, friend, partner that would communicate the way you would expect that's more like you. Okay, sounds good. Okay, Lisa, thanks for calling. Enjoy the rest of your night. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. So we have Patricia from Alabama. Are you there, Patricia? I am. Hi, Shishi. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Patricia. How's it going? My pleasure. Uh, So how can I help you? Do you have a question or area of focus? um, Is I'm not, I know it's been a while since I spoke to you, so may I ask for a general read, or do I need to be specific? No, you can ask for a general reading. So let me just tune in. Just take Please. a deep breath. Okay. Let's pick a few cards for Patricia. What do the angels want her to know right now? Okay. Inner child healing. Take a step back. Raise your vibration. So this is a time, it's not full speed ahead for you right now. This is a time to settle down, cool, chill out, regroup, and get with what we're all going through, which is trauma releasing and healing. So have you found yourself having things come up that are wounds that need to be addressed and healed and released? Oh, my God. So many, I have so many yeah. things that come up that I, I need to deal with, but... It seems as if I've 
I'm dealing with everybody else's situation. Um, I'm having to fill time for myself because my family, um, I have so many situations going on. My daughter, she lost custody of the three and the six-year-old. Uh, my grandkids back in May of last year, so I've had them since then, and I'm going to court with her on that. Um, yeah, we've uh, had many courts. Court dates, but we're, the next one um, is coming up in April. And then, um, of course, my twin brother, um, oh, God, we have a uncle who is mentally incapacitated that a sibling has been pitching in. He's the in-home caretaker, and we're, the sisters are as needed, And but he's married to, um, he's married and pretty much um, his spouse, um, she came into the, his, the relationship with him knowing that, you know, we, um, as um, a family takes care of the uncle, whenever the, our brother asks us to, um, and mm. she started interfering with us coming over, taking care of him, and it's just a whole lot, oh, it's just so crazy, so Oh God, I can go on and on. It's so yeah. yeah it's well, that explains the second card. All right. So the first, the first card we got is inner child healing. The second one is take a step back. So you are someone who has been distracted from your own personal healing because you're a mom, a grandma. You're showing up for everyone. You're bend over backwards. You do whatever it takes. You're being love in action. Probably were raised like I was that it's better to give than receive, right? And that yeah. catches up to you. So it catches up to you because we're not able to just out of, a, uh, out of what do you call it, balance, give more than we receive. And when we are giving, giving, and giving, and we're not receiving, that person has a karmic debt to us. Even if we're doing a lot for them and they're not doing it, they feel it. And then it's an inequality in energy. So for you, um, I know you've got to deal with your daughter in the court case, but that's in April, so you have a whole month right now. Or you know, and I know you have your grand. So, are you taking care of the kids, or you're just helping her with them and she yes. needs home? No, no, no. I have temporary custody of the kids. She actually lost the custody. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's so, a lot. Honey. You're yeah. going through a lot. Okay, and then yes. the third card I got yes. is raise your vibration. So, how do we raise our vibration in this at this point for you? The message is as much as you can, you're already committed to take care of the grandbabies. You're already committed. Uh, and I don't know how much you have to do with that uncle. Is it absolutely crucial that you be the one doing that? I feel like someone else needs to do that. Well, it's just only when he goes out of town. We do tend to shift the uh, um, care taking, you know, between the, mm-hmm. the two of us. Me and my, it's only when he go out of town. And this is just the first since um, – mm-hmm maybe about the last seven years that we all, because his brother, my, my uncle brother, who was the caretaker, he passed, which is our father. And so we all came together mm. collectively to you take care of him. So it's like, okay. Well, I would say, I, I would say to back off as much as you can, because, and the way to raise your vibration is to get into the now moment, not worrying about the past, past or future, but you be in this now moment with your beautiful grandchildren showing up with your heart open, and when emotions come up to be released, you don't just gloss over them, but you feel it and you let it go, and that will raise your vibration. But definitely putting your hand on your heart, breathing deep, and breathing out all of the stuff that, you know, 
energy uh, is going to raise your vibration and make everything better. So, um, yeah, that's basically what your angels want you to know. So inner child healing, pay attention to yourself, self-care, self-love. It's not selfish. You have a lot of people you're helping. You must give yourself the attention and healing you need. Take a step back from all external things that you do not absolutely have to do. And then raise your vibration by focusing on the now moment, the present moment, and self-love, sending your heart uh, lots of love, your inner child love, and then keeping your heart open to everyone who is your divine assignment, which is whoever is in front of you right now. Not in the future and not in the past, but at this moment, spirit doesn't give you more than you can handle if you're going moment by moment. We get overwhelmed when we take on too much. Does that make sense? It does, yes. Okay, Patricia, well, it was great to hear from you. Thank you for your call, and have a beautiful evening. Thank you, Shishi O'Donnell. I love you. Aw, thank you. I love you, too. Thank you so much for listening. And, yes, sending you lots of love and angels to help you on your path. Yes, we have challenges, and we have to do it moment by moment. We're all dealing with our own challenges moment by moment. That's all we can do. Jay from Canada. I love Jay from Canada. Haven't heard from you in a while, Jay. How's it going? Pretty good. Thanks so much for taking my call. I was going to say about that first caller who had a a flip phone. I actually have a flip phone. I don't actually have a phone either, actually. (laughs) You don't either. See, you're a very unique person, too. (laughs) And you live in a remote area or in the city area of Canada? What part of Canada are you from? In the city. I live in the city, so I'm western, western Canada. So, yeah. Is it cold? Uh, it's kind of cold. Is I it mean, it's probably... Kind of? Pardon me? Is it kind of cold? <laughs> yeah, well, you're bit. in California. You're in California, right? I am. So, I feel guilty almost. 75 degrees today. Oh I mean, God. that's one struggle we don't have in California. So how can I help you? Do you have a question or area of focus that you want to look at today with your angels? Uh, I do, actually. I just wondered... Um, doing lots of stuff for the company, but my service manager doesn't seem to recognize what I'm doing or he has better ideas. And I uh, just wondered why he's doing that, considering that uh, you know, I'm really, really bringing good ideas and things, thoughtful things for to the company, yet I don't get uh, not recognized. Not it's not noticing? about that. Pardon me? You're saying your service manager is kind of not noticing the good things you're doing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. It's just uh well, I know it's funny. You're, you're right, very the card I pulled is is how are you being called to step up and lead? So for some reason he's missing your leadership. So you're doing great. He's not noticing it and you need him to notice it. Why? Because you want a raise or you want acknowledgement? No. What is it that you're wanting? No, I no, I just to raise him. You look like it like we have a job nowadays. So um it's more of um it's just uh you know, these these are really great ideas. Why aren't they being implemented? So I know he's probably got okay, some other so ideas. Okay, so hold on. So you're, you're, what do you do? I'm a service technician. Okay, and then you have a boss who is not noticing all – you've given some good ideas, but they're not being implemented or noticed or acknowledged? Well, not acknowledged. I, sometimes I just wondered you know, he just, like, brushes them away. Like today we had a – I sent him a proof for a – a graphic design, but he, he didn't. He didn't look at. Yeah. He, he didn't really acknowledge it. He just. He just sent it all away and didn't tell me about it. So. Yeah. All right. So it's important. It says who or what is triggering you? 
So you not being acknowledged and seen for your work and your worth is a little bit of a trigger to you, right? And you're kind of taking personally that he brushed off whatever you shared, right? Or do you feel like, why is he doing that? And do you feel a little bit hurt? Well, I just was wondering because it's like uh, this shouldn't be happening because we really scaled down the number of employees here. We've just got uh, every employee now is really has to step up now. So when I'm tuning into this guy, I feel this has nothing to do with you, and he's very in his own world, and it's not about you, and he's mm-hmm. not open to whatever your contributions are at this time. It's just bad timing. But it is important for you to feel good and confident in and of yourself as a leader without getting the acknowledgement. It's very tricky to get feel that because, of course, we yeah. want to be heard and seen. Every human underneath it all, we all want to be loved and respected. And his actions toward you do not feel that you're being loved or appreciated or respected or valued, which is obviously not how you want to feel. So hmm. I don't feel that you're very lucky to have a job and and that you um, or anyone who has a job right now is lucky. I mean, I guess from one concept, you can't, uh, one, what am I trying to say? (laughs) One perspective that makes sense, but I want you to feel that you could go somewhere else and do something else. I know you're kind of into what you're doing, but there are more choices for you, you know, especially if you're in a place where you're not being seen and acknowledged. are you open to trying something different or you just feel like, I mean, we hate changes. Humans hate changing, but I do feel that you are really good and you could be a leader and a manager kind of a person. And, and that's not happening where you are. Right. Um, I feel right now. Are you open to trying something else? Not right now, but would you be open at some point to try? Well, if the economy gets better, right. So, but uh, who knows, right? So, that. I've heard everyone in Canada is rich. I don't know how how the economy is bad where you are. You live in heaven. <laughs> well, no, all, that's what it's they're all saying. It's versus reality. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's I promise true. you, there are tons of rich companies and rich people in Canada that can use the kind of skills that you have with the work that you do. If you're not feeling acknowledged and seen and appreciated financially, or even just, you know, verbally. There are more choices. That's what I feel, Jay. And I know it's right. a pain to try and to try other things, but I feel you'd probably be happier. Hmm. Okay. Anything yeah, else? I just what's going. Oh, yeah, I just. Uh, um, yeah, I just wondered. Uh, yeah, what's going on with that? So, um, ready to not call it quits or anything like that. Just, just wonder what my boss is thinking all the time, and so. Head, so. I feel it's not, I, I feel not like, personal. It's not personal. And the other card I got is a powerful move. So out of the two cards, step into leadership, and it's a powerful move. There's something you're needing to do. If you don't want to move companies, make another move within that company to be seen and acknowledged mm-hmm. for the good that you're doing. Right. But don't take it personally okay. that he didn't acknowledge you. Okay, love? All righty. Well, have a lovely evening. We'll catch you next time. Many blessings. Yeah, many blessings. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Suzanne from New York. Are you there, Suzanne? I'm here. Hi. How can I help you? Do you have a question? Yes. Do you see anything with romance or or change of jobs? Romance or change of jobs. Okay. Let's see. 
Expect miracles. That's a good card for that one. Expect miracles. So let's see. And then signs and reminders. So, all right. So let's look at that with romance first. Expect miracles. So where are you at with that? Are you are you going places? Are things open up in New York yet? Well, there's really not even places to go. I mean, I you know, where do you go <laughs> to meet anybody? Right. Um, I went online. I'm talking to somebody. I don't know, I'm supposed to meet for coffee on Wednesday. Then I like somebody who's a friend, but I think he just likes me as a friend, and so far that's it. Okay. Your attitude toward dating and online dating, let's just expect miracles. Open your heart, trust, be available, leave room for humanity, um, and I, I do actually have a good feeling regarding romance. I just... When you said where you go, I think you're missing some things that there are places to actually go, like parks. And I mean, and I guess it is really cold there, but there are places to go and, and you just need to get a little more creative. Yes, you can do the online dating and it's, I think you should meet with whoever you're feeling drawn to. And regarding work, let's see, signs and reminders. Let's pick one more on work, another card. Strength and guidance. So, what are you doing with work right now? Um, I'm working part time, and I'm subbing, and I'm trying. I don't know if to do food service, whatever. I'm, I'm looking. Hmm. You're working part time. Strength and guidance, and signs, and reminders. So you've told all your friends that you're looking, and and they're all they all know. Is that right? Well, my friends can't help me get a job. They can't? No. Because it's not just your friends. It's all your friends' friends, and they know. So it's sort of like put out your feelers if anyone you know is needs someone. I need another. I need a full-time job. And be open to whatever comes your way. I do feel there are more synchronicities that can help this job change than you're aware of. Uh, I think it's good you're looking. I don't think you're in the right job. I mean, it's fine for temporary, but definitely there's a full-time job that you're going to really like. I don't know if it's – I don't – think it's in food related things but I think you need to be open to a synchronicity of someone telling you about a position and the only reason they would tell you is that they already know you're super open does that make sense? Like doing what? Just say anything I'm looking for a full time job just let me know if you hear of anything I would just be super open leaving it's kind of it's called casting the net wide you throw it out there and then you catch more fish, and then you choose between the fish that you want versus I want a job in this only, and then you you know and that's really not what you really really want. It's just what you have experience in, right? Well, it's kind of hard. you have to have experience and stuff to get even an interview i I put up things, but you you don't get interviews if you don't have experience, and that's the truth and that you know well, it depends on the job, and I would just say expect miracles and be open. That's what the angels have to say for you tonight. So both okay. dating and with a job, let's expect miracles and be open. <laughs> okay, love, thank you for your call. Right, have a wonderful thanks. rest of your evening. Okay, thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Desmond from Ohio, are you there, Desmond? Hello, Desmond? Okay, we'll go to the next one. Rosemary from New Jersey. Are you there, Rosemary? Oh, is Hi, how are you? there? Hi, how are you? It's Rosemary. Hi. 
Oh, you're Rosemary. Okay, hi. Do you have you? a question, love, or you just want a general reading? Uh, whatever's easiest for you. General, I'm not even sure which way I'm going, so I've been manifesting that. You know what I mean. <laughs> okay, so we're going to tune in to Rosemary, and what do the angels most want her to know that will most help her right now? Let's see. Manifestation. Intuition and downloads. So you're in a period of getting more more stuff energetically flying from the heavens into your body, mind, spirit that will enable you to move forward when the time is right and manifest. Have you felt like you're going through an upgrade? Yeah, I felt changes and stuff like that, yeah. Have you a felt difference. like weird energy stuff in your body? Uh, yeah, sort of, kind of. I mean, have you been going through depression, dizzy, like, where where have you been emotionally? Yeah, so that that doesn't mean you're depressed and there's something wrong here, even though our culture tells us that. What that means is you're in a place of changing, like the butterfly, you know, in the cocoon, you're melting into nothingness. It's kind of, you can't even, you're not, that's what you said, like, you kind of said that. It's like, I'm neither here nor, I don't know where I am, I don't know where I'm going. That's the exact energy of this time frame with the stuff coming in, no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's the perfect place to be. So once you get the upgrades and the downloads, which is what you're getting, your intuition will increase, and then you'll be able to manifest. And then the third card I got is joy and contentment. So it's coming. The joy and contentment and the happy life is coming. When you have more clarity, so this is a moment of rest right now where you're just needing to chill out and kind of hold on tight through this energetic kind of upgrade. Then you're going to have more clarity, and then you'll be able to manifest what you want, which will result in a lot of joy and contentment. Does that make sense? Yes. Awesome. Well, have a great evening. Thank you for your call. All right, thanks. Bonita. Thank you, thank you. Bonita from North Carolina. Are you there, Bonita? Hi, how are you? Good. How can I help you? We have two minutes. Let's see. Do you have a question or an area of interest? Just a general reading about a career. The general about reading. career. Okay. What do the angels want Bonita to know about career? Blessings and abundance. So don't settle. Honesty and communication. Asking for what you want. Speaking your truth. Um, old kind of way that we were raised in that paradigm of the glass ceiling and women not being worthy and having to put up with stuff and accept less than we're worth. The angels want you to get that out of your uh, system big time and really step into your true value as a huge contribution to wherever you are ending up. And it says trust the universe. So this is about you keeping total trust and faith, having high self-worth, awareness, speaking your truth, asking for exactly what you want, not settling, and then allowing the blessings and abundance to come into your life. So I'm rooting for you doing, seeing you do really well with whatever you're doing, uh, whatever you're drawing into you regarding work. It could be a a new um, career or some kind of a, what do you call it, promotion. Does that help, Bonita? I think she already muted you. Anyways, thank you for your call, Bonita. Sorry we didn't have that much time. And much love to everyone who is listening. We'll see you back the first Monday of the month in April. Have a blessed evening.